This is Good Better Broker, a podcast from UWM. With 30 plus years of experience on the real estate and lending side of the business, Randy Thompson has a unique perspective on how LOs can earn relationships with agents. In this episode of Good Better Broker, the broker owner of 21st Century Lending cuts through the noise and explains why mortgage brokers need to work with as many real estate agents as possible and how to build strong relationships with them. Episode 50 of Good Better Broker is coming up. This information is provided to mortgage professionals only and is not intended for or authorized for consumer distribution. The views expressed by guests are their own and do not necessarily represent the views of United Wholesale Mortgage, LLC. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast series do not constitute legal or other professional advice or endorsements of any kind. Welcome back to Good Better Broker as we bring in Randy Thompson. He is the broker owner of 21st Century Lending based in Murrieta, California. Randy, welcome. Well, thanks for having me. I'm enjoyable. Great to have you here with us in studio. Uh, a bit of background on you before we get started here. You founded your company back in 2007, uh, but you have been in this business for quite some time. Correct. 30 plus years of experience in lending and real estate. And you have one of the fastest growing brokerages right now in the state of California. And with your experience in the industry, I got to ask you about real estate agents. And for starters, looking at the business, where do you think we are with the overall level of awareness that real estate agents have of independent mortgage brokers right now as lending options? I think I think they come around in the last five to six years to realize that 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 the a broker, the lending broker, has more options, has more has more can can do more with their clients. You know, when you got the banks and you have the Wells Fargo's and the Bank of America of the world, they have a small box. As a broker, I have I have I have a large array of products. Right, I can do I can do from A to Z. It's just a, and, they, and they realize that. Your knowledge of real estate agents and not just the way they work, but how they work and how they think is really unparalleled uh, as far as the wholesale channel goes. And you really look at this as a numbers game. Uh, in your opinion, the more agents you're working with as an LO, the more business you're going to get. And that's especially true right now, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's always been true. It's just the fact that it's more true in a market that we have today. The market's a little tougher. Rates are a little higher. And they're not bad rates. They're actually really good rates. It's just that our the, the public is not used to it. They haven't seen it in you know 10 years or 15 years. And now they're having a panic situation on this. But to get in front of more agents, uh, loan officers need to work on that. You know, that's kind of how we built our company. You know, we have 750. 40 some agents. We have, you know, 50 loan officers in our company. So we work on a, we, you know, we, I always call it like we grow our own wheat. So we make our own bread, right? So we, we've, we've done that. Now we're doing that nationally. So to piggyback off of that, how does that impact the way that mortgage brokers and LOs should structure their priorities? And by that, I mean, how much time should they spend getting in front of agents and leave some of the other things like social media, for example, to other people? I think their number one deal is to get in front of uh, real estate agents. That's their number one deal. They they need to be involved in their communities. They need to be involved with, I always say, whatever they like. Okay, so if, if you're into golf, join a golf club. If you're into pickleball, join a pickleball club. Get in front of people that you know that are, have, have the same likes. You told me that no matter how good the relationship is 
between the lender and the agent at the very beginning, the LO is always going to get the tougher deals because you know this, the agent, they just have their person, their guy, their girl. How do LOs prepare for that? LOs need to prepare. They need to know their demographics. They need to know what what's going on with that lender when they go. Well, I mean, with that uh, a real estate agent when they walk in, who are their clients? What are they, what 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 do they are they in a VA area? Are they in an FHA area? Are they in a a, a paper area, stated area, high income area? What's going on in that area? As far as communication goes, uh, and especially transparency, um, how important is it for the LO for the mortgage broker? To be completely honest with the agent, even if it's not the news that they may want to hear. It's probably one of the most important. My, my mentor told me a long time ago, money makes people funny. So that was that was his saying to me when I first started in the wholesale business years ago. And uh, to be honest with your with your client, which is your real estate agent, to let him know where, where you're at, what you're doing, is probably going to build that relationship even stronger. You talked about be where the agent is, you know, if they like golf. You talked about that a couple of minutes ago. Uh, but as an extension of that, if from a business standpoint, uh, you really think that the LOs need to be where the agents are in terms of open houses and door knocking. And then that even uh, goes for prequals as well. Tell us about that. Well, I, I think in a market, and this is just old school, and I'm, and I'm an older guy, so old school has always worked. I mean, I'm a Mike Ferry student, so it's always old school. Uh if they're doing open houses, you need to be there with them. You need to be there to support them. You need to be, those are your clients too. You're getting your clients from, from your real estate. Door knocking, walk around with the door, you're passing out a card. Hey, that client may not want to sell that house, but that client might want to do a refinance, a HELOC, something like that. As far as the prequals go. You know what? Uh, LOs need to work seven days a week no matter whenever their uh, real estate agents are working. Pre-qualification doesn't happen on, on you know, 8 o'clock on Monday morning at work. It happens Sunday evening at 8 o'clock when they've been out looking at houses, and they need to have that to put the offer in on Monday. And you actually have a story about this because there was an LO who used to call you every single Friday, right, about pre-qualifications. Every Friday I would get a text from this gentleman. Every Friday at 3 o'clock, it was like clockwork, and it said, hey – I'm not. I'm working this weekend. If you need to pre-qualify any of your clients, please give me a call. I'll be working all weekend. Call me twenty-four-seven, and I and I kept it. I kept it going on until he figured out that I owned a I owned a mortgage company. He kept sending it to me, and it was it told me that I, that I need to push that to my my agents. You know what I mean? You need to be out there in front of people. What does that do from the agent's perspective? You know, when they are getting that text or that call, like you said, every single Friday, and they know. That if they have something come up on a Saturday or a Sunday, that they can go to that LO for what they need. So the regular LO that they got is at the river, and they need a prequal. Calling him, he doesn't answer. He call that guy, and he picks up, and he says, "Hey, yeah, I can prequal you for you right now." Well, guess what? He just broke through that ice. He's got a shot at doing that business now. And that's what the game changer is. Okay, so we talked about the importance of availability and being present, being there for the agents. What about meeting with an agent and really setting yourself up for success in that very first meeting between the LO and the realtor? 
Well, I'm old school. You should dress for success. Okay, 100% when you walk in, you're dealing with money, right? It's kind of like you don't want to walk in looking like baseball cap sideways and all that stuff going on, looking like you don't have any money, right? So you want to look like you're successful going in the door, and you want to, and you want to be that person when you walk in. So that agent's going to look at you and say, he's going the extra mile. Just like a client in real estate, if you walk up to a listing appointment and you're dressed in a suit, I'm going to win that listing appointment over the guy that walks up in a pair of shorts and sandals every day, right? So by putting yourself in that position that you're a professional, you're going to win that LO in the future. You have an analogy about this as far as meeting with the realtor. And it goes back to the great John Wooden. I know you talked about Mike Ferry. Obviously, right. you're a student of him. Great coach in the real right. estate industry. John Wooden, Wooden uh, arguably the greatest coach in basketball. What's that, what's that analogy? Well, I met John Wooden years ago when I was playing basketball at Santa Ana Valley High School. And John Wooden had a deal when, when, the, when the brand new year would start, he'd bring everybody out to the bench. And he'd tell them to take off their shoes. And he'd start with the basics. Okay, now put your sock on. Pull your sock up from, roll it up and pull it up slowly so you have no wrinkles. Bring it up. Now put your shoe on. Unlace it all the way down. Now tighten it from the bottom up. It was the basics of how to put a shoe on to take you out on the court to be a winner. So every part of what you do, you have to do right to be a winner, period. And that is the same, in in a sense, with working with real estate agents. Yep, dress, yeah. You're going to set yourself up for that, for that, for to go in there with a real estate agent and look like that you're the part of a lender, you know? What about as far as coaching them on what to expect and kind of setting them up, setting them up for the relationship between the LO and the agent? How should brokers be going into these meetings and really selling the advantages that they can bring to the realtor as far as that relationship goes? They need to know what they need to know what the realtor is looking for. For one thing, every realtor has a different demographic. Period. They work with a different demographic. Some some are out wine country where we live. We have wine country. So homes start at like two point five and go to twenty million, right? Well, that's a whole different demographic. So you're going to be dealing with that agent out there. You need to know where jumbles are and what's going on in the market and what's going on. Now, if you're down in uh, Let's say El Toro, or you're 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 in Oceanside area. You're dealing with the VA. One of my offices down there. You're dealing with all veterans. You need to know that you're walking into somebody that's only going to be dealing with veterans. You know, and you, if you're out in Santa Ana or some other areas that are areas where FHA is big or TIN numbers are big, you you have to know your demographics. So it's not only dressing the part; it's also doing your homework prior to these meetings. Guidelines, 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 guidelines. You know, I always said guidelines are great to read every morning. Back to the communication piece for a moment. The reality in the mortgage business, as you know, is there are always going to be curveballs. Invariably, things pop up, right? How should LOs approach their communication with agents when it comes to things that are perhaps unforeseen? With honesty. Now, I also believe that sometimes when stuff was un, when you don't see it coming and it hits you, and you're looking at it, is there a solution? You know, I, I have that. I have that saying. You know, we want to look like a duck on the water, just kind of cruising. You know what I mean? But underneath, we're paddling like heck, right? You know what I mean? As long as your agent sees just that, you know, gliding. Now, there are times with communication, you have to tell them, well, we have a problem. The gentleman has, you know, three kids, three kids, child support somewhere else that didn't pop up that he never told us about. So there's having the communication, there's a problem and we're not going to do the deal. You know, but if there's a solution, there's a solution. And you recently had a situation like this. It came up with a high visibility client, high visibility partner of yours, and something came up late in the process. How did it get handled? We called the broker right away, let him know what the problem was. Then we called his client and we let them know what the problem was. 
we paid to have it taken care of and we move forward and it didn't make it a big deal just said this is was our fault we take we take responsibility we're going to fix it honestly and in speed too matt matt always says speed solves everything we did it right away as soon as we found out about it we walked out of a conference and we did it in the hallway within 10 minutes is that something that you preach to your entire organization owning owning it even if it's a mistake all day long i make everything stops with me I'm responsible for all of it, so I have to. I have to take ownership. You were. We were talking about the communication piece, and you know, and, and some of the things that come up during the process. And it's interesting because you know, one of the long-standing issues that a lot of agents have had with with their lending partners is they feel like they're in the dark. And when you and I were chatting about this before the interview, you said, "Well, well, yeah, communication is great, but to a certain extent, the agent doesn't have to know every single thing that's happening in the transaction." Correct. You don't want them to know. Just like we talked about the duck, the duck analogy, you don't want them to have to know everything because you know then you're then they're you're they're micromanaging you. You do your job. If you're good at your job, they don't need to know everything. You know they need to know that you know docs are going out, CD's been signed, certain things like that. But you know, I mean, with UWM, I'm going to tell you guys, you're one of the greatest lenders I've ever worked with. We're 16 day close. We're way ahead of our schedule anyway. And and I'm I'm one of those believers that you know, you know. Under promise, over deliver. You know what I mean. So it works really good with you guys. You said that if an agent really wants to grow as well, and this is not just on a on a micro level, this is macro as well. If they really want to grow their business, they need to have a relationship with their lending partner that they can trust them to handle those issues, so they can focus on growing their business. Well, you know, if you're not doing money producing activities, seventy percent of the day, eighty percent of the day, you're not making money. You know, it's, it's, it's the people that are doing the, the non-money producing activities, like being on social media, hitting Facebook, spending six, seven hours on that and going out and trying to prospect for only an hour. It's not going to work. You need to be prospecting for six hours and then doing the other stuff maybe for an hour. To be at that point, though, the agent has to have trust, right? They have right. to have trust. And that is your whole thing. I mean, your entire career in this business is based on building those relationships and building that trust. How do you go about doing that from the LO side with the agent? You know, we have a, we have a, it's called the Randy in, in our, in our company. And it's about, it's about relationships. That's one of our core values that they came up. They have five, we have five core values in our, in our company. And one of them is the Randy. And I get a kick out of it. My boys put that together with some of the people in the company. And it's all about relationships. It's 100% long relationships with the quirks that everybody has. Everybody's got quirks, right? So it's with a long relationship and it's putting together the fact that that relationship is going to last for a lifetime. You know what I mean? And the only way a relationship is going to last for a lifetime is if you're honest with the other person. No, absolutely. It's a great point. Uh, as we put a bow on it here, Randy, I want to ask you, if there are other brokers and LOs listening to this, what is your advice for them on how they can start, how they can go about getting out there, building a relationship with a real estate agent, growing it, developing it, and then keeping it for the long haul? You know, I would actually say if you're new in this business, there's there's two di- two separate LOs here. If you're new in it or you got time in it, uh, if you're new in it, get with the agents, open houses, door knocking. You know the the little the little text that says you know I will prequal you. I'll be home all weekend working. I'll prequal you. Those type of things are going to make a difference with 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 real estate agents. You know if if you say hey you got an open house, so you have an open house this weekend. You have a lender with you because you can go on the MLS and see who's doing open houses. So instantly if you call up and say hey you want a lender to help you so we can prequalify them right then and there, you're going to start getting yourself in those doors 
in a simple way. And they're going to go, yeah, because my lender's, you know, at the river this weekend. I need a lender there. And you start building those relationships. Great, great advice from Randy Thompson with 21st Century Lending. Hey, uh, John Wooden, of course, was known as the Wizard of Westwood. Maybe you can be the Wizard of Wholesale. There we go. There we like go. That? You, I like just, that. Just give me a credit on the tagline. All you right? got it. You got it. You got it. Randy, thanks so much for joining us. Really enjoyed it. Appreciate it. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review. And look for another new episode coming your way two weeks from now with more expert advice from independent mortgage brokers around the country. I'm Justin White. We'll see you next time on Good Better Broker.